Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and football fanatics, as well as fantasy enthusiasts. Welcome to a realm where the roar of the crowd echoes in absence, where the passion of the game resonates despite the silence. This is the Empty Stands Podcast, and I'm your host, Chooks, and I'm with Reward and Nkem. Together, we're about to embark on a journey where the stands might be empty. But the excitement knows no bounds. Reward in Kem, it's been a long time. But how are you doing today? I'm amazing, Chucks. It's fantastic to be back. Um, by the way, nice intro. That was that was amazing. <laughs> um, it's good to have football back. Like we've been starved for weeks or months, but yeah, it's great to be back again. In Kem, how's it going? I'm still recovering. I thought it was Morgan Freeman that joined us on I'm like, do we have a new a new member? But yeah, man, uh, I'm excited to be here. I can't believe it's two days away from from kickoff for football and ah, FPL again. Um, yes, I, I'm already growing gray hair, but I'm really excited. Like, there's so much going on already in the FPL world, but we're ready. Let's go. Yeah, it's it's a mix. It's mixed feelings that comes with it. The start of an absolutely exciting season ahead, and FPL by the side that that gives us that feeling of anxiety as we go into it. But it's why we love the beautiful game altogether. They come together to give us the thrill, and and that's what make it the game or the jeu de la passion, as described by Arsene Wenger. Don't ask me what that means. Go and learn some French. <laughs> all right all right well i'll just help you guys out so you don't you don't you don't get lost in limbo it means the game of passion uh, and that's why we love it but as as that passion starts creeping in the, the question then is how long and how many drafts did you sit down to make thinking about the start of this season new signings left right and center friendly games that's all some amazing performances and some not so amazing performances. But altogether, how many drafts have you put together and how long have you been working on that? Reward. Let's start with you. Surprisingly, I haven't done like as many drafts as I usually would. Um, maybe I'm taking a different approach this season. Um, I mean, I've just been enjoying the friendly games, the club games, the ones I can catch and just been taking in all the content I can. So I haven't done many drafts. I think I did. I first did the draft when the game um, started. I created like an auto draft and totally forgot forgot about it. Uh, it wasn't until last week, yeah, that I picked up uh, my team again and tried to make some changes. Uh, injury news here and there, but I mean, that's it. I haven't done anything aside that yet, but I'm guessing by maybe by tomorrow, yeah, we'll then delve into it fully. But yeah, it's good to be back here so we can then <laughs> let's talk about it. Maybe I'll be able to make more drafts after now. And <laughs> <laughs> Kim, what about you? How, how has it been preparing for this, the start of the season? Dude, it's been crazy, man. Like, I feel like at the start, I just did like a default team. 
and um i think in the last three or four days it's been more like you know iterations on iterations not necessarily on the app but in my head because i mean we're at that time of the season where they are friendlies you know you're hearing about um, transfers you're hearing about injuries you're hearing about i mean i've been able to watch most of the games as well you're seeing most of the teams coming together so i feel like for the first time in a long time we are sports for options there are a lot of options and the question is how do i make my team pop how do i get out the blocks the fastest so i, I feel like i've made in my head i probably have made like 15 iterations. I just made one more right now, so I'll speak. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I I absolutely know that feeling. And for me, it's it's been trying me trying to fit in Hoyland into my team when I know he's not going to play for a couple of weeks. And it's, it's still worrying me. I don't know how I'm going to solve that dilemma, but I'll put that aside for now. And I just want to ask, so it's a new season. But some sometimes what we our experiences from the previous season would play part in how we go into the new season. So is there any player that was in your game week one drafts for last season that's featuring in game week one for this season? Okay, I'll start with you. Well, for, it's a tough one. The the only person that's the sort of like nailed down in my team right now is Haaland and maybe Rashford. And like you said earlier, the Haaland the the discussion for me, I think I tweeted this on days ago that is it possible that he's been found out? Because I think his scoring record in the last six games have been interesting. So I'm like trying to find that justification or I'm trying to look for a village or a flock that will follow me and say, you know what, we're taking a stand. Let's leave Haaland out and bring in um, other people that would like to. But yeah, for now, it's just Haaland and Rashford. The rest, I'm still kind of playing around. Reward, how about you? Uh, so checking my um, last game week one team, last season, I can see that I'd have just Harry Kane. Um, so surprisingly, last season, I didn't start with Haaland. I started with Kane. <laughs> uh, welcome, welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah, so I'm checking now and I can see that, yeah, I had Kane and surprisingly, I still have Kane in my team now. So maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know if it's a good thing, but I can tell you that that's a pleasant surprise. Seeing what Haaland put, put up last season, uh, I'm not going to miss out on that. He better, if he wants to blank, let's all collect it together. Because I see, <laughs> I think he's about... Is he about 70-something percent ownership or is it 57 or 75 if, if I get that correct? So I'm not going to miss out on that at least. But, Kem, you mentioned something that is very valid and which is something for managers to look at. And that's the fact that Haaland's goal scoring in the last few matches that we have on record are not great if we, if we were to compare it to his standards. But the Community Shield match... Did it further enhance the doubt that, that we are beginning to see towards him? Has he been found out? Do you think that Community Shield game showed, let's say, a Man City without KDB or a Haaland without KDB is not the Haaland we want or the Haaland we all need in our FPL teams? How much is that playing into your decision reward? Because you don't have Haaland. So I remember what happened last season, right? That was how I watched the Community Shield and Haaland was horrible. I remember the one-on-one chance he flopped. 
and I took him out of my team. I went with Harry Kane, right? I don't think I'm making that same mistake again. I mean, like you said, if Haaland wants to flop, all of us will flop together. <laughs> so regardless, I think there shouldn't be any doubts with Haaland. Like, Haaland is Haaland. We've seen, we've seen it. So just keep Haaland in your team and forget about it. Hmm. Mm, that, that's, that's interesting. Girl. I actually thought, that's why he didn't have Haaland. So that means you have Kane and Haaland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll get to that later. <laughs> I know rewards template. <laughs> all right, let's not let's not put all all of the cards out there yet on display. So let's move, let's move gradually. And I would ask, you know, the Premier League now they have moved and they are adopting the additional time uh, standards that were applied in the World, at the World Cup, and that's going to mean uh, some players will be playing more time in the first half may get subbed up off early on due to the fact that they've played XYZ number of minutes which could fall short of the 60 minutes uh, minimum that you require to get your two points in the game. Correct me, is that 60 or 65? Yeah, 60. Alright. Alright. I've not forgotten my my <laughs> my time. Exactly. So, on, on that basis, would you be changing any of your tactics? Are there players that that would you be going bigger in defense? Let me put it that way, since you know they'll probably play the full 90 compared to upfront uh, attackers who may, might get subbed off early on and things like that. Would you be changing your strategy this season? What does that mean? I think for me, what comes to mind is like the Arsenal. Remember last season where we have the, we had the conundrum of the Arsenal midfield where there was Isaka, there was Martinelli, and there was Odegaard, right? And most times we yeah. saw regardless of how Arsenal played, Odegaard was like a constant. So I'm thinking that going into this season with this new um, extra time being adopted, I'll probably want to stick to players who I know that um, they are very key for their teams. Like regardless of anything happening, they would always stay till the end. So um, I would like to stay away from rotation players that rotation risk. Um, like we know there's a trust now in town, right? So Martinelli, um, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not so sure about Martinelli anymore. Um, I think Saka and other guard are, anyways, hmm, there's the Hamrats as well. So I'm not even sure if other guard is. There's an, there's an Elmio Smith-Rowe as well. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's, I guess it's, 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 it's tough going, going forward this season, but I mean, let's see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Kem, do you have any concerns around around this, especially players who come on and get just two minutes or, or let's say seven minutes in extra time, just run off to the end of the game? Well, um, thankfully Ronaldo is no longer in the league, so I expect that kind of. So I don't expect much of that kind of behavior from coaches. But yeah, I kind of echo what Ronaldo was saying. It's this league. Is a we die there league right now. I feel like a lot of clubs have a lot riding. I mean, there's there's been a lot of investment. Um, there's been a lot of um, friendly showing teams and how they intend to line up for the season. I don't feel that would really change much. The only club we all know that is at risk or not even at risk is the unknown for these kind of um, changes um, and iterations is Man City. But for everyone else, I feel like it's going to be Styles quo. So maybe with the likes of um, Pep, Pep Lights, that um, Ateta, they might want to start a bit of <laughs> rotation. 
he might want to start a bit of rotation because yeah, he has quite the squad. He, he's gotten a large squad. I mean, with the recent um, signing of Raya, it just goes to show you that he wants to be really competitive, which I really envy at this point. But like, yeah, it, it shows that maybe an Arsenal too would actually be a pet light this season. So I think I'll just be wary of how I select my Arsenal and Man City players. Mm, okay, that, that's a perfect. Uh, when you mentioned Pep Lights for a, for a minute, I wasn't a second. I wasn't sure who that was, but <laughs> oh well. Yeah, there are plenty actually, but that. you know the main one. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking it was the other body too, but yeah, he escapes the the four. How dare you? We know that one is going to surpass Pep. Just give him some time. He's coming. He's coming, and that time would come. Uh, and now we've come to the point where we look at premiums, and it's a it's a big headache going into this season for me, because I see some players, and you think this player is a must-have. In defense, you have premiums, you have premium defenders, or the premium defender, and other almost premium defenders. Around the whole the whole part of the pitch, you have different players who are premiums in their position. So how are we how are we fitting them all in? How are we having as much premiums as we can with the limited budget available? Salah, keep or drop. Haaland, <laughs> we're all getting him. <laughs> Kane, KDB, how are we mixing this around? And, and Trent as well. I don't know. I don't know if anyone is still keeping Trent. But let's <laughs> put that out there. Think, uh, how, you, how, you, how are you mixing and matching? Trent. Even Trent is not picking Trent. <laughs> at that price, at that price, I'm with the way they've been shipping in goals in pre-season. Even Trent is not picking Trent. And on the flip side, with um, Liverpool, looking at it a bit tactically, they don't. I don't think they've gotten that Fabinho um, replacement. You know, someone that blocks off the back. So I feel like goals are going to come with premiums. I, th- I feel like it's a premium rule. Everybody's going to stick to their own um, choice. It's still doing my head in how Haaland is 14 points. It's it's just not fair. I feel like the guys behind FPL are like, you know what? Let's confuse, let's cause the problem for everybody and make this guy 14. Because it's just unfair. It, it just doesn't make sense. Because in every permutation I've tried to put down, Haaland has to be there. But I mean, I can't afford to have a Salah. And I feel like it's FPL folklore. You need to have Salah. It's just... I don't know, it's just like saying Nigerian Jellofress without bay leaves or, you know, the kind of things that, you know, makes our own essence come come out. But yeah, I feel like everybody has to make that decision and trade-off as to who they want in their squad alongside Haaland. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this season goes. Robert, how about you? We already know who your second premium is. Yeah, Let, let's hear I, from was, you. I, was, I was going to say, I think, <laughs> At most, uh, two premiums, right? Because I think we are spoiled for choice this season. Like, you can get really good. You can get a really good team with um, the guys who are not so-called premiums. Salah, as good as... We all know he's, like, the best... I can say... I think, arguably, arguably he's, like, the best of all time in FBL, right? Every season he delivers. But for this season, I feel like I can do without Salah, Right? The way, really? yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the way that Liverpool team is structured now or the way club is going about it, I don't feel like 
Salah is as essential as he once was. And at that price, I feel like going with a Jota or a Gapo, yeah, uh, even better options or better value going forward. Um, yeah, everybody has Haaland, right? So it depends on who else you want to go with. There's a Hurricane, there's a KDB. Um, yeah, Trent, like you mentioned. I mean, although in his new role on that club, playing as a, is he a DM or a CM, inverted fullback, right? There's every yeah. chance for him to get more goals, more assists, right? But then again, Liverpool are shit defensively. So do you want to spend all that money just for... Um, an assist or a goal. Yeah, depends on your depends on your strategy. Yeah. <laughs> so so reward. Since since you you know that we have limited options and you're like okay, Trent. I was going to, <laughs> I was going to say f him, but yeah, let's move let's move forward. I'm not using I'm not swearing on the port. We've agreed to that. So since you're not going to put Trent to your team and the options for premiums are limited. Who would you be? Which options would you be looking to in, let's say, midfield? Budget options that we can fill in our team so that we have more money to to put into the premiums as well as spread to the other parts of the team. I know there are there are debates for one Eze. I remember our MMM from last season, Itoma, <laughs> Match, McAllister, who has moved to Liverpool, Modric, Almiron, Diaby, which. Which of these combinations do you think or options would you be picking and fielding in your team? Yeah, so like you mentioned, there's a host of those of those, I think they're like six point five guys. Yeah, what that's that's what yeah, yeah, there's a host of them in midfield. And if I was to rank them, I'll probably go with Diaby. He's an unknown quantity, but I mean, he's. I feel like he's a gift to FPL. He's a midfielder who's classed as a midfielder, but he's going to be playing as a striker together with Watkins in an Aston Villa side that um, Good Evening <laughs> has transformed. So I feel like he's the guy to go with. Uh, but I mean, every either one of them is a Mbwemo can also be classed as that. I mean, Tony is no more, right? He's out for eight months. So I feel like Mbwemo is the main guy and he's classed as a midfielder, but I think he'll be playing as a striker. So Diaby, Mbwemo, I don't like Mitoma. That guy hurts me so much last season. <laughs> I feel like he doesn't have the end product. I mean, he tilled towards um, towards the end of last season, so I feel like his end product is is, is suspect. So I I really don't like Mitoma. Modric is a wild card. I'm a Chelsea fan, so let me not even go there. But yeah, so that's that's it for me. <laughs> so okay, which which of these would look? The most interesting are catching your eye and you're like oh, maybe it's this guy yeah i was thinking the same with the reward but i mean i feel like even the little poems or the little expo that we're thinking we had criminals like reward are thinking about it too because yeah the abbey was always i mean i've seen him in preseason i watched him a bit in leverkusen the guy is a flash in the pan like he in the in the premiership he's going to wreck havoc and with the way um Good evening. Setting up um, Aston Villa, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to he's going to be a surprise this season. With the others, I see a lot of people have Mitoma on their teams as well. Again, I echo what Reward says. Um, he's giving me at this point, um, we're in Routledge vibes. Like there's a lot of activity 
but like there's no end there's no end point I would rather if I was going to go for a bright same asset in that regard I would actually even consider someone like maybe I'm, I'm in six so ahead of him but yeah I mean I think from a template perspective we all just want to play safe starting the season we don't want to fall back uh, fall behind so much so um, I feel like the top um, options would be Mbwemo Mituma and Diaby but well, I haven't decided yet Eze was there but Eze fixtures I don't know I, I, I'm not ready to be changing guys at 6.5 this early in the season I'm, I'm just looking out for the people that maybe are above 7.5 so that I can give them like two games to convince me then I can make those changes and maybe get an extra mail also here and there to make the changes I would want to make hmm. that, that's, that's fair enough and and in, in all of this conversation, I know we've talked about op- goal-scoring options, midfield options, some defenders here and there, but we haven't really spoken about goalkeepers. And I'm thinking, oh, Nana, <laughs> what's, what's, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> I good And we've... See some some keepers who used to have as options swap sites like Raya to not confirmed but to Arsenal and on the other hand Brighton's oh, I forget his name now Sanchez to Chelsea Sanchez thank you to Chelsea so which I don't even know how are we mixing our goalkeeper options reward please how are we doing it this season. So as soon as Onana was um, signed, I got him in. I mean, the hype was there. But man, I watched I watched this league, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no way I'm having this calamity as a keeper. <laughs> oh, I feel like I feel like that guy is going to be found out in the EPL. Like, oh no, I can just I can just picture Sobosly scoring that that type of goal against him. It's just no, Nana doesn't. It doesn't work for me, so I'm not. I'm not ready to do. Um, so typically, I don't like to spend beyond nine million for my keepers. Um, so if you want to do rotation, you just go with two four point five keepers. Or you know, I think this season we have lots of good four point five keepers. There's Pickford, Johnstone, even the Sanchez guy from Brighton who's now in Chelsea. Kepa might be sold, so he could be Chelsea's number one. So I think they're fairly good options. And there's Arsenal's Turner, who just went to Nottingham Forest. So and he's 4.0. So I don't think you should waste your time on keepers. Just pick one and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing because I feel like we 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 spend we could spend way less on keepers because you really can't predict. Um, obviously, you cannot just come and slander my goalkeeper and not get a response. Now, I, I, as in, you can't get violent. You, you can't not get violent. Are you okay? But like, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But I feel like the way to have the strand set up his team um, is going to be something very similar to Pep. I mean, you realize that. Um, I'm sure we have all realized that Ederson is not the greatest shot stopper. But what has happened is he has capable defenders that are good at holding the ball. Um, good at circulating the ball, so he really doesn't get exposed as much. I agree with you. I don't think Onana is going to be the best option to start the season because yeah, he'll still need to get used to his teammates and the league. But yeah, I think the the, the points for the season for me in that position would be maybe a Johnson, a Johnson, sorry, and a Turner because yeah, that way you have two affordable 
um, goalkeepers that you know are going to start and you know are what to I always get upset when I hear people call Pickford because I'm like, did we not watch <laughs> Premier League last season? Like, no, but there's, there's a Sean Dyche now, now. There's a Sean Dyche. That's a fact. No! <laughs> it is Pickford. There's no reason why Pickford should be there. I've seen a lot of teams. I'm like, why is Pickford there? Like, there are so many keepers that will pick before him, especially at that price. But again, it's a good one. number one, so. Yeah, so is Maguire. That's that's a nugget. <laughs> so is Maguire. Oh, <laughs> anyway, Maguire, Maguire to West Ham confirmed. No, 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 please. Don't yeah. bring your Makosa to spoil our blues. Until I see him sign. I'm sure you guys heard what has happened with uh, Max Aarons with um, <laughs> Leeds United and Bournemouth. So please, please, let the deal, let the deal click first before anything. That, that's fair enough, and we were just we were speaking about short stoppers, the likes of Pickford, Onana, uh, Raya, and the likes. And, and at this point, we're just going to stop for a minute and go for a quick break. So we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. In the year of the pandemic, when the stadiums were empty and football stopped. The Empty Stands was born, bringing you major happenings, drama, match previews, and FPL reviews. Tune in for all these and much more from the beautiful game to the Empty Stands Podcast. And we're back. Well, before we left, we discussed shortstoppers briefly, and now we're looking at that thought in your mind that's making your heart stop after racing for a long time. And it's <laughs> it's mind-boggling because it's FPL, and we, we love it the way it is. But you have a limited budget, you have premium players you want, but you can't fit all of them into your team. So if you ask who is that one player, that you want to have, you wish you had him, but you don't have the budget to accommodate him in your team. Who would that player be, or who is that player again? Okay. Hmm. It's looking like Momo. It's looking like Musala. For now, I'm just looking at my at my team. I actually have Musala, I have Haaland, I have Kim, I have Coconut Head. It's showing me a deficit, but I'm just <laughs> clicking. I'm just clicking submit, hoping that there'll be. A I was going to ask, <laughs> where <laughs> did you get the money from? Ah, <laughs> uh, but uh, we're hoping it's like Nigerian or uh, Nigerian budget. Maybe one snake will cough one extra twenty million for me, and I'll be able to put all, fit all of them in. But like, um, yeah, um, it's Salah for me. Um, things might change before before deadline day. Well, right now it's Salah. I'm trying to see how how I can fit with him because I just feel like the gods of FPL would would not be happy if I was to leave him out. Reward, how about you? I know that you have already been Salah. Soon. Yeah, I wish I wish I could have Salah, but unfortunately, I don't I don't see how I can get him into my team. Um, another player I wish I had um, would probably be a Foden. Um, I'm just scared. I'm just scared of Pep. Uh, I mean, <laughs> see, I have a theory. I have a theory of Foden. I feel like whatever 
Greenwood is going through or was punished for or whatever bad behavior Greenwood has, Foden is times too. Because that's the only explanation as to why Foden is not starting or a more permanent fixture on that team. So I don't just get it. But sorry, sorry for interjecting your word. I just have to let that out. I really don't know why it's not starting. I mean, Pep is just, uh, I mean, we can't, <laughs> there's, I don't think there's anything more to say about Pep, but glad yeah. the deadline this um, game one is on Friday. City play Burnley first before everyone else. So hopefully we should get some team leaks before deadline. So if we get team leaks that forging starts, I'll probably get him into my team. Um, if not, uh, yeah, I'll go without. And then there's um, Vardiol. That's how his name is pronounced, right? Um, <laughs> who was just signed. <laughs> I mean, the guy, we know how you know how good that guy is. I think I need a City defender, but I have absolutely no clue who Pep is going to play. There's Walker, there's Stones, there's uh, Diaz. I think Laporte might leave. Right, there's a kanji, there's Badiel. I'm just it's it's a mine it's a minefield. So ideally, I'd like to have more city players in my team, but Pep is Pep. So you still need an Aki. Eh? <laughs> I know, right? Oh, see, <laughs> like how many players does this guy need? <laughs> Crazy, incredible. Yeah, well, we can't have them also. We have to to do to do with what we have. I think for me, it's going to be Bruno, and I'm not sure what I've been drinking recently because uh, I I'm planning to have Onana, Rashford, Bruno, and Hoyland in my team. So I'm I'm not really sure what I've been. Oh, for United players, what are you what are you getting at? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I know it's. I, I know it's not possible, right? So I'm just asking myself, what exactly are you thinking? It's not, if you can't do that, so what are you thinking? And even some of these guys shouldn't be there, but I'll say Bruno is the player that misses out of, of my team uh, that I really wish I had. Because, in as much as my quote has casted that when in doubt, Captain Bruno, it doesn't mean that this season he is not going. I think this season will be his best season in the United shirt. And you can quote me at the end of the season. Um, well, I, think, I think I agree. With, I think I agree with you. Yeah. I think I agree. Yeah. I expect this to be, to be his best season in United States. Yeah, Bruno is another so guy. Let's see how that plays. Yeah, he's another player I wish I have in my team, but I just can't see it. Would you, take, would you take Bruno over Rashford? Hmm. And, and that's where the headache comes. That is where the headache comes in. Because hmm. I have Rashford in my team now. He's been selected by about 42% of players, FPL players, and I'm like, I think Bruno is around 37, if I'm correct. So that's pretty high, too. Yeah, I, I don't think if I'm 27 or 37, I'll need to confirm. And there's Rashford there at 40 something. I can't miss out on, on those returns. 30 goals <laughs> last season. I don't know. Yeah. No, no, no. So I, I don't know how Bruno fits. Yeah, Rashford is just like a hard yeah, so situation. It's data. If you are, if you're actually going to be on uh, objective, if you want to be objective, you need to have Rashford in. But yeah. 
so we can't have them all unfortunately so so we have to plan the season from the get-go and two seasons in a row i have failed to use my triple captain for anything meaningful <laughs> if there's one thing i'm going to change <laughs> this season oh it just God. has to be that two yeah. seasons in a row just triple captain and if it was, you're good <laughs> i use it for for something ridiculous twice and it, it, it's, it's, been, it's been on my mind and this season I have vowed that I'm going to do use that effectively way differently than I did last season so in Kem reward it's a new season it's a tabula rasa a clean state how are you approaching this season what are you doing differently that would move that will give you more green arrows than, than you got last season Okay, we want to get me first. <laughs> yeah, okay, expo. So I think I'm looking for expo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so. I think I've been very trigger happy this past seasons, right? I like I don't mind taking hits. Like once I just see the need, I take I take them. And I don't think it has worked for me. <laughs> so um this season I think I'll have to like be very cautious about the amount of hits I take. Yeah, I'm taking that very seriously. This season, no more hits. I'm saying it here. And hopefully I, I keep to that because <laughs> I know how pissed I can be when I see somebody playing rubbish in the first half and I can just take him out. <laughs> I, do, I do that a lot. So this season, I'm hopefully going to be playing the game very patiently um, and avoiding hits. Yeah, that's what I'll do differently this season. Yeah, it sounds like that was the flow as well. I feel like last season I was very, very, I, I was really trigger happy. Once um, I saw a bad performance or results, yeah, I made a change. Um, I think what I'll just add to that is trying not to be in that herd movement. Although last season it actually worked for me because um, being on the herd movement kind of gave me returns on my triple captain and my bench boost. So I guess it's just reading the room. But yeah, I feel like this season I want to listen more to my instincts in terms of how to, um, you know, make my selections, pick players and use my chips. Because one thing I've noticed about the people that have finished in the in the top um, in the top tier of FPL is those guys do some weird things. I know the guys that were bustling in the, in the just in the top five of last season, whenever I, I'm not sure if they were the same people that finished, but anytime I went to look around, I just saw some something very odd. Not not something that was totally far left, but something that not all of us would be thinking of. Where all of us were sort of in a template state of mind. So this time I'm trying to just make sure that anybody I'm picking or anyone I feel like is the right one for that position, I take the pawn on it and see how it goes. I was, I was thinking you were going to say that you're you're going to listen to reward more. Things that at that crunch time of last season, when you were to choose between Isaac and Wilson, yeah, okay. you went for Isaac. He told something that happens reward. There's something that happens reward. This is how reward and I, I think for as long as I can remember, every season reward and I have been on the same um, FBL um, setup. 
I end up leading for the entire season. Then we'll get to one point, then the world will go and flick my normal suit. Then I'll do something like that. <laughs> Isaac, Isaac, and Wilson, <laughs> and all my cards will fall. So this season, trust me, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be listening to reward psychic waves. But yeah, hopefully this season will be different. Yeah, hopefully so. And reward, your favorite man is now wearing red colors. Would you still be captaining him as much as you did in? those very <laughs> how would I put the unimaginable circumstances that you did I hope you're not referring to Mason Mount because is that wait is that oh, no, 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 who's, Mason, who is that who's Mason Mount <laughs> I, I don't know who that is <laughs> no, no, Kai Havertz oh, God. your favourite player Kai Kai who is that who's that again <laughs> Those two are oh. me. <laughs> they don't exist. Those two, nah, 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 nah. I mean, Arsenal fans have they've gotten like a, a little taste of what it is to 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 own Kai Havertz. So I dare anybody to put him in their teams. <laughs> Funny enough, I have a very different uh, opinion about that. So I feel like um, Ateta, Ateta will do something with him. I don't know. I, I'm I, I I expect Havertz to be Havertz, but. I just feel like Ateta, for him to have spent that amount of money on his team, he's very, I, I think he's sure of how he wants to use them. So you never know, he might actually be, um, you know, <laughs> the joker this season. Oh yeah, and reward, I've seen you guys are trying to be bullies in your normal that's fashion the, again. That's the, that's the way we roll. From you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> As in, Liverpool fans will cry. As in, they will hate you guys. <laughs> oh. Let's see how it goes. It's going to be an interesting season, that's for sure. Absolutely. The thing is, it's every season promises to be more interesting than the previous season. And I, I always ask myself, is it because I'm getting more involved in the beautiful game? Or is the beautiful game just getting more, even more beautiful? Uh, I can't really answer that, but whichever it is, I, I don't really care. All, all I know is I'm getting premium excitement that's beating itself season after season. And I bet I bet the same feeling goes for for you and Kev and reward. Yeah, it's gonna I think it's good for you. I have one more question for you guys. Who do you think is going to be the revelation this season? You know how every season we have this player that just racks up the points. I mean, the person that just comes to mind is Lundstrom. <laughs> for Who do you guys think is going to be um, the revelation on this season? Chooks? Well, if you ask me, I have so much faith in Last season, I had so much faith in Darwin Nunez, and we saw how that played out. This season, I have faith in Rasmus Hoylon, the D silent, Rasmus Hoylon. And I know he's not going to start off in game week one, at least reports have shown, but I feel he's going to get way more goals and goal contributions than people expect from him this season. Unpopular opinion. I feel like he's another Martial. 
just because of a a rumored back injury. It's, it's just a stress, uh, how they call it, a stress fracture, not necessarily a fracture. So I don't even understand that comment because it just triggers. And I think, why would you even wish that on any player? Being a martial. How did he pass medicals? How did he pass his medicals? Then the guy is obviously injured. <laughs> Have you not seen our our environment as my United? Everything is old school now. That's why we're now doing it. So you never know. Maybe he just he just scaled through. But yeah, what do you think is going to be a revelation? We're going to be biased and see. Mukai, <laughs> Misha, Modrika. <laughs> that, that's not possible, man. Because of one, really? one beautiful goal in preseason. No worries. <laughs> no, we'll be here again. We'll be here again. We'll see. Just, I think, when are we playing? We're playing on Sunday, right? Let's just ask Trent how, how far after the game. We'll, we'll know what's up. <laughs> Okay, before we go, yours as well. So I'm taking I'm taking notes and I'm storing this somewhere, setting a reminder for this in the future. So okay, let's have yours. For me, I feel like I know you are going to be shocked, Chuck, and the world will be happy. But for me, I actually think it's going to be Jackson. And why I hmm. think so is because the last striker that Poch puts his juice into, we all know who that is, and we all know how everybody's buying for him. And I've seen him during preseason. Fine, he looks like a player that, I mean, every time Poch sets up, he has this like creator slash scorer. So yeah, he had like a Son Kane setup. Now I think that's what he's trying to do with Nkunku and Jackson. And I feel like Jackson is almost like the closest reincarnation to Drogba in terms of strength, power, um, speed. And I mean, he seems to be decently clinical in front. So he's someone I'm going to be looking out for. I think he's going to be surprised this season for for goal score. But again, I'm keeping my fingers crossed because yeah, if he pops, that means Chelsea is going to be a big problem, and we don't need that. <laughs> oh yeah, point on reward too. If we are selecting captain, that is not going to be playing games. Please leave us. Leave us. It's fucking Rich James, the best right back in the world. Please, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's fair enough. Uh, and we can already see how the season is shaping up to, to give us thrill back to back. And, and we're ready for it. We're ready for it, if you're asking. I know FPL is going to hit us left, right and center. But still, it's a beautiful game. Uh, I'll say thank you, everyone, for listening. I'll say thank you, Kev. Thank you, Reward, for joining me tonight. It's... It's a preview of a brand new season. <laughs> Sounds like I'm about to prophesy, but yeah, it's a preview of a brand new season uh, that we can't wait to see. Reward, Kem, any word for our listeners before we before we call it a day? I'll just say it's great to be back again and let's let's have fun while at it. Hmm. All I'll say is put a reminder for deadline. <laughs> don't be like don't be like in Ken. Put a reminder this season for deadline. We'll have fun. I mean it's football football is here again. Football is here again. Le jeu de la passion. So I'm going to be wishing everyone green arrows. Not everyone can get it. Well it's the first game week. How does it even start? Green arrows, red arrows when you start or just blanks? 
Wow. It's right arrow to when you start it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So if there is red arrow, then we have to wish you all green arrows in game week one. Don't forget to follow the podcast at the empty stands on Twitter and at the empty stands podcast on Instagram. We wish you green arrows. It's bye for now. Stay tuned. We'll have more as the season unfolds. Bye for now. <laughs>